This past week, I did get in the bobbleheads from FOCO of the Heart Foundation. I did pick those up. I haven't popped them out. Uh, I did break them out of the cardboard. Step one, break out of the cardboard. <laughs> you're, so you're, so you're, you're getting there. Yeah, dude, baby I, steps. <laughs> baby steps. One, one step at a time. I'm yes. in therapy right now, dude. They're trying to tell me to. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're telling me I'm building walls of prison. I need to break down the walls. I need to break down the cardboard walls. <laughs> it's just big cardboard fort. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 349 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. And Scott, joining us this week, I haven't seen this man since 2019 when he bought a ticket to see me at the Madison Square Garden, <laughs> Kenny, aka Armbar Figs. Kenny, what's going on, man? All is well, fellas. Thank you guys uh, for having me on. This is a, uh, a long time coming, and I uh, just want to say uh, the Boombox Minute this week is brought to you by the 1987 classic Bigger and Deffer by LL Cool J. It oh. spent uh, 11 weeks, number one, on the Billboard chart. Uh, the lead single was I'm Bad, which was an early diss track against rapper Cool Mo D. If you haven't ever heard of Cool Mo D, then you know who won that rap battle. <laughs> and uh, also, the uh, this was the first ever hip-hop ballad called I Need Love was on this album. That's once again... The Boombox Minute, LO Cool J's Bigger and Deffer from 1987. You're welcome. Scott, why don't you ever do something? Kenny, you are the new co-host of Fully Posable Wrestling Figure. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have the Hair Metal Minute or what was it? The Aquanet, Aquanet Minute. minute. Yeah, yeah, if it wasn't, yes. if, if, you know, age-wise, full disclosure, I'm like right in between the the full the uh the real life brothers age-wise. So if you weren't listening to the Aquanet Minute, you if you were listening to uh madonna you were listening to early old school uh what we would call backspin hip-hop uh mm-hmm. and so i figured i would drop that in there for you guys little nugget for the old for the old school for the old school heads i didn't i don't know a mixtape that i need love didn't make it onto right it was a classic like as soon as it dropped immediate sure. classic Look it up, kids. Enjoy. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. I love that. Also on the boom box was Prince. Prince was on there. Yep. Uh, Nelson, right, Scott? Nope. <laughs> nope. Absolutely what? not. What? That was that was on your uh, boom box. <laughs> <laughs> that was on mine. Uh, I mean, what? <laughs> Check yourself, sir. <laughs> uh, so, were you listening to hair metal back then, Kenny? Uh, yeah, I sort of I was all over the place. I'm um, all over the place musically like um, uh, I've played drums since uh, 
1990 i guess so i've been i've listened to a lot of rap music i listened to a lot of hair metal back then i listened to a lot of jazz i listened to a lot of reggae i listened to um electronic music i'm all over the place i'm it's um i stay away from country and like slow jam r&b has its time and place but it's not something that makes it into my mix all the time but uh i'm more of like a you know my two big forms of entertainment are music and professional wrestling so uh favorite album of all time uh dude album in what genre uh well let's go hair metal hair metal let's see i have to go with off the top of my head i would say um uh open up and say ah by poison Ooh, okay excellent excellent that was one um nothing but a good time is one of my go-to karaoke songs i love it Um, i love i still remember when that video debuted on mtv world premiere Right, the dude washing dishes. That yep, and then they yep. had Kiss playing on the radio. I was like, or their their cover of Kiss right. playing on the radio. I was like, yes, super funny, super oh, funny. Yeah. It's like their little tr- their tribute to the fellas. Exactly, know? exactly. And then uh, and, you know, and then it goes and it's like big, crazy, you know, giant stage, laser smoke, you know, eighties, whatever. Hair everywhere. End, <laughs> right, hair three feet everywhere, and then yeah. It cuts back to the dude washing dishes and then it's like raining just a little bit of glitter. And it's like, <laughs> yes, oh. yes. another one. Look it up, kids. This I feel like, you know, no need for the nostalgia segment this week. This I feel like this whole episode is going to be one big nostalgia segment. <laughs> yep. One good times. And here I was going to go pile driver album because it had girls and cars by strike, so, you know, strike force. Yep. Yeah. You sounds know. just like a pile driver. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how ring skirts has that hard hat too from that that's Hogan. so great it's, it's, it's tremendous it's, it's classic <laughs> uh kenny do you have any plugs you want to get other way oh boy let's see you can follow me at kenny p drums on twitter and instagram and that's drums with a z like how they used to describe like amazing red and low-key on the internet they did a lot of moves <laughs> uh, i have a uh i play drums with my friends sometimes in a uh weirdo improvisational rock project in luchador masks we're called the mystery men so it's at the mystery men on twitter uh you can follow all of my figure photography uh wrestle stuff at armbar figs hashtag zombie mania because spooky season is here more on that later uh and a bunch of podcasts you can check out like uh the break cast the soon to be named network long box heroes long box heroes after dark final wrestling place porch talk we need wrestling at odds with wrestling no chance in helmet wrestling club with darren and brett pod van dam this car is going to change wrestling cheers awa unleashed marty and sarah love wrestling bob culture podcast south fellini and eagle eye a philadelphia eagles podcast you sound like me at the end of the show. <laughs> Thank you. I had uh, had that all written down, made sure that was planned. Well done. And just like Lance Storm says, how do you watch wrestling for any time at all and not realize you don't mess with Samoans? <laughs> <laughs> they have the hardest heads. <laughs> the hardest heads ever. I mean, seriously, we were talking modern day Joseph Fatu, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to Rikishi Fatu, mm-hmm. uh, his partner Samu in the Smo and Swat team, who I personally loved every minute of back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes back to their parents, his their parents, Afa and Sika. Yep. Har- Yokozuna. No one was headbutting Yokozuna. I mean, right. Bret Hart would, but then he would fall over. You know, Brett would sell it. Of, yep. You know, he would sell it. Right. It would be like, oh, man, I tried to do it. And then I bounced off him like a pebble or something. So <laughs> you, know, you don't uh, it's one thing, you know, you don't ever headbutt a Samoan. Yep. That's right. 
if anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You guys know where to follow us on the, all of the social medias. And if you have any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to Fully Posable, WFP at gmail.com. Kenny, what have you been collecting lately? I see a detolf back there with some risers on there. Yeah, we got, uh, it's funny. We got, uh, so we have the ring on top. That's my, uh, that's the a dub territory. Um, except for the goon on the end, you can kind of see the goon up there. And then the, the first shelf are, uh, that's my collection of all of the, uh, independent wrestlers who have now have figures front row left to right here. We have, um, Ricochet, Ruby riot, Drew Gulak, Johnny Gargano, Orange Cassidy, Cesaro, Asuka, Pete Dunn, and Akira Tozawa. Now, you, you might think that's a, wow, that's a weird rando Sleda selection of names. Why are they all up front on the first shelf of your uh, detail? And that's because I first saw all of those wrestlers in a now defunct company called Chikara that was based out uh-huh. of Philadelphia, uh-huh. East, or East Coast. Um, Bryce Remsberg, I guess about a, it was maybe a couple weeks after Eddie Kingston got signed. Uh, so it's about a year ago now, but um, Price Remsburg tweeted a picture backstage of uh, basically everybody who worked in Chikara that's now in AEW. And there was, I think it was about 30, 35 like talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was sort of the filter within which I saw a lot of, you know, independent wrestling uh, for a long time. So I think it was super cool that all these people now have figures. And then behind that, you have like, you know, your Hideo Atami's, your War Machines, your Tony Storms, Pac. Uh, I want to say Punishment Martinez, but he's uh, Damian Priest now. You know, stuff like that. Uh, Walter, I don't have a Gunther figure. He's Walter. He's Walter in my fig fed forever. <laughs> so, and then uh, I got a bunch of the Rays. Uh, I was going to say the new the new Ray Legend is super sweet. I'm a big uh, Ray figure collector. Have been through the years. There was a time when I was only collecting Ray Mysterio figures. Um, so the new Legends is super hype. Were you getting his unmatched from Jackson where he was in the uh, 619 pose or anything like that? Uh, I got that loose actually recently. Okay. Um, which was funny, but I was, I was into way more like the ruthless aggression style. Gotcha. Um, when he would basically come out all over the place. And um, the most recent thing I did collect right here, I'll hold it up for you. This oh, very the, nice. Beautiful. The Mankind superstars in the figure. Ooh, the arm just popped off. I, I was so crazy with that. The arm. <laughs> so that was the Mankind Superstars figure. See, Kenny, that's why I never open my figures because arms pop off all the time. That's why I can't do it, man. I just can't do it. So this is excellent. And it actually comes with, there's bonus hands. So yeah. this is the regular C-grips, but it comes with bonus hands that mm-hmm. um, have the actual mandible claw finger. Oh, extended, nice. So you can put uh you can put that in there which is cool this is a very cool um i love the the same style of this and it, it's just spooky enough to fit in with the rest of the uh the motu collection um when they did the motu mashup that i was all in on mm-hmm. but uh i'm kind of out on this superstars line i'm not all that into it what is it that you're out on wow. like is there something deterring you or um, I feel like, I mean, this, this like 1996 mankind is spooky enough to fit in with those, with those guys, but I feel like the rest of them don't really fit. They almost kind of, I feel to me, the Motu line was so tricked out with extra stuff mm-hmm. for 15 bucks a figure. And now these guys are somewhat less than, 
with just say cloth gear for another five dollar price point an extra yeah. five dollar price point yeah. so i'm kind of like not quite for me i can i can i can tap out on that but i have that entire basically i'm missing a couple of the motu line but that's the entire bottom shelf of this detolf um is all of those because i think they just look awesome for your detolf what risers are you using or where do you get them those are literally spice shelves i got at what me and my old college roommate crazy chris called the triple b the bed bath and beyond i got it <laughs> so um he would uh he was like his retail job when we were going to college but so come off to the triple b but um <laughs> those are uh those are um like spice racks that okay. um and they're they're white they're not clear like some, that's what i was gonna ask yeah i couldn't yeah tell. they're they're just solid white um but once you sort of fill it like i'm able to put depending on the size of the figure i can fit at least six maybe like six to seven across if you put them like one in front one in back and sort of weave them together mm -hmm. so you can really jam pack you know i'd say you're talking at least 20 figures per shelf yeah probably 20 25 i mean you also have to work in like you got to think your mark henry's and your bam bam bigelows and your yokozunas and your kamalas are a little big so right they're not going to always make the uh the full size on those but um the one of the one shelf is like you know i have you know brett hart and then all of the so it's like brett anvil jimmy hart in the middle and then we got you know davy boy pillman and then the revival because uh, as far as I'm concerned, from uh, what happened at the Hall of Fame when Brett went in that night, Cash and Dax are uh, full-time Heart Foundation members for life. And then the other side of that is Tyson Kidd and Natalia. And then behind that is basically Bret Hart's body of work. So it's like all of his great matches with like Perfect, Austin, Rick Rude, uh, Piper, Backland, Taker, 1-2-3 Kid, you know, Ric Flair, stuff like that. So, What spice racks do you recommend for LJNs? <laughs> man asking, asking, for, uh, asking dude, for a friend <laughs> asking for a friend i mean these these would definitely work they're sturdy enough they have um some solid support uh space wise that's the thing you would have to go i mean depending on how many you were going in there they're probably fitting maybe nine or ten depending again depending on the size like if you know if you have the lethal weapon known as king kong bundy in there he's taking up more space than say <laughs> you know the morocco or the ricky steamboat or the greg valentine who was a top guy in my ljn fig fit as well as he should be yeah yep. greg valentine and kamala were like the two dudes who were like the top the top bad guys <laughs> they were like top dudes in my fig fit not andre with the uh the big fro or anything <laughs> he was he was more of an attraction that came in and out of the territory would you sit at school and like think of angles to play when you got home or you're putting matches together at school and you're like, I've got to get this card out tonight. Or was it sure. just completely random? Sometimes it would be random. Sometimes it'd be, you know, thinking about it ahead of time. What was cool. Um, my, uh, one of my good friends at school growing up, uh, my buddy, Brian and his little brother were also into it and they collected LJNs. And so they always had some other dudes that I didn't have. And then gotcha. I had some dudes they didn't have. And so um, the house that I grew up in, when they would both come over to play, there was like a long staircase in between the top of the house and the bottom of the house. Mm -hmm. So like we would set up the three of us, like I'd be in the top, Brian would be in the middle, Blake would be at the bottom. And then we'd all pick like five or six guys, have like a little brawl. And then when say I had a dude get eliminated, he would then roll down the steps and then <laughs> he would be the next guy in Brian's bed. And then Brian would use him and then he would toss a guy and then that dude would go into Blake's bed, you know, That's and, awesome. like it would 
be like you know a rolling tower of terror match like you know, <laughs> that would be like something that we would you know we would come up with but like you know i had harley race they didn't they had like uh some of the newer guys like the black cards like um, warrior and uh rude and uh some of the other guys and that's boss man i remember using boss man a couple times so it would always be uh you know like oh cool let me get to use this guy like i've been wanting to have this match with this dude or you know when we get together and do all that stuff how in the world did they score black cards uh their grandmother uh like at retail or she was ordering it through the mail mail order yeah mail order magazine yeah wrestling ring yeah because i remember i think Mm -hmm. i I ordered the jake roberts from that and waited literally that four to six weeks felt like I felt every minute of that four to six <laughs> It was and an then, eternity. Yes. Yeah. And then Jake, I mean, literally kids like Amazon, whatever, Prime, da, 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 oh, right here. Like, you know, depending on what time of day I order from ringside because I'm on the East Coast, uh, I could have that package on my door the next day. So like to wait four to six weeks for a hunk of rubber to come in the mail in shape like Jake the Snake with the, uh, you know, with the original Damien on it felt yep. forever. But, you know, I was like super hyped when it came, though. Yeah, it was a whole process. You had to mail in the order form along yep. with a check and you had right. to wait for them to process it. Then you had yep. to wait for them to ship it. Yeah, it was every bit of that four to six weeks and it was torture. No tracking notification. No, no, email, nothing, no update, nothing. nothing. It was nope. just like, you hope this thing gets there and then you hope you get a package yes. when it comes in. Yeah. yeah, living on a prayer was actually about collecting wrestling figures back in the day. <laughs> We're well, halfway there. Well done, well done. <laughs> Scott, have you picked up anything this past week? Uh, no, no ordering or anything. Um, as it pertains to Peyton, she's wanting to get back into the monster high dolls. And so I did a pre-order on BBTS because they got them in and I ended up going to Walmart to pick up some stuff, kind of strolled through the toys and on an end cap, they had the one that she wanted. So I picked that up for her, canceled my BBTS pre-order. So parents, if you're in the market for the monster high dolls, check your local Walmart because most likely they've got them in. But Draculaura is selling out before all the other ones. So she's the hot one to pick up if, if you're in the market. And then you got me the Batman superpowers figure, which was awesome. Thank you for that. That's going to go up on the wall. I'm not opening it. Yes, that's because uh, I don't listen. And so I thought we were meeting up for Iron Maiden at 530. I showed up at 445. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to head to Walmart, you know. <laughs> yep. So yep. anyways, but while I was there, I, you know, obviously I'm going to hit up the toys. And uh, I saw the DC superpowers because Breaker's been talking about them. Right. Yeah. They are so cool looking. The packaging is very, very cool. They look. It, it reminds me of the old Kenner figures. Yes. Yep. And the price point is choice. <laughs> 10 bucks. Yeah. How, how many toys nowadays can you get for 10 bucks? Kenny was just talking about the superstars and that's 20 bucks. And I don't even think basics are 10 bucks anymore. Are they like 12, 13, maybe? I think they're like 12 99 or something like that. Yeah. So you can't even get those for 10. Yeah. So anyways, uh, while I was there, I turned around, I saw the DC superpower figures. And as I said, breakers has been talking about those and I was like, Oh, there they are. And I see the price tag. It says nine 97 at yep. Walmart. And yep. I'm like, do they have Batman? So, I mean, we're going to iron Maiden. I'm going to see Scott in 30 minutes. So I picked up the Batman for you. So it's so cool because it's just so nostalgic. Just totally. That- just that card art just brings back so many memories of the DC superpower figures. Did they have any of the vehicles as well? Did you see those? You know, I didn't know that there were vehicles until the next day. Then I started researching them because I wanted to see if there was an Aquaman for my manager. And obviously there is no Aquaman, but that's when I realized that they made uh, vehicles. And so that's when I was like, oh, 
what are these vehicles now? Like these are, yeah. these are awesome, you know? And I think the vehicles are between like 20 or 30 bucks. Like it's reasonable, you know, based on current day pricing. Like it's very reasonable to jump into that line. Todd just knows what he's doing, man. Yeah. Did you see that Batman five pack that he's coming out with the Batman family? It's on it, Amazon right now for a hundred bucks. Is that the one that uh, big Dave texted us about today? Yeah, it's got, um, they look like repaints kind of a couple of them, but it's a uh, Batman Batgirl, Robin, who's Damian Wayne. Uh, Jason Todd as Red Hood and uh, Nightwing. Are you going to buy it? No, because I've already got, I think at least three of them in either a repainted form or exactly as the figure was like that. Robin is a straight re-release. But again, if you don't have some of those, you know, and you want a bat family to put on your shelf, that thing's perfect. And the packaging is beautiful on it. Kenny, do you collect any of these? Uh, no, but I will say you guys, uh, through chatting about it, broke me down and I got into those, uh, elite He-Man figs. Oh yes. Like those new masters, uh, yes. they look super, super awesome. I snagged the merman, uh, the merman a couple weeks ago. They just, the, the artwork looks really good, but like the scare glow is really great. Yes. Um, the stink is awesome. Like the relic, I was just getting the rogues. Like I was going to have a cool rogues gallery for a little while. And then I was like, oh, but this like man at arms looks awesome. Yes. Like, I was just like, mm. I was like, oh, this Tila looks cool. Like every evil Lynn I've found has had like some weird, like uh paint application scrape on one of the heads. And that's oh, one so of the I'm... best figures. The long hair head that, yeah. they, that she comes with is uh-huh. a, a phenomenal. Yeah, it looks re- it's they did a really, really good job on those figures. Yes. Like they don't move well i don't think they're like not very selling well but from an artistic standpoint from somebody from a dude who likes figures that are a little outside the box i really think those are like they really nailed them as far as that as far as like outside lines this past week i did get in the bobbleheads from foco of the heart foundation i did pick those up i haven't popped them out uh i did break them out of the cardboard step one break out of the cardboard <laughs> you're so you're so you're you're getting there yeah dude, baby I- steps Maybe steps one one step at a time i'm in therapy right now dude they're trying to tell me to. <laughs> they're, uh, they're telling me i'm building walls of prison i need to break down the walls i need to break down the cardboard walls <laughs> it's just big cardboard fort <laughs> uh then i get a text message from steve found us and he actually picked me up the cody supreme figure Excellent. And when I say this thing is beautiful, the thing is perfect. I mean, you have it in hand. I have it to my left. I'm looking at it right here. Awesome. And so the packaging on the left side, if you're looking at the figure on the left side, it's got the arms second waist. And then on the right side, it's two heads, belts, you know, the weightlifting belt that Cody wears, extra hands and a shirt. And then it's Cody in the middle, dude, the packaging on it. I love it because you're seeing every accessory that you're getting in a nice window on the side. And I don't know, it just adds something to it. And I love it. Would you get that signed? I'm sure there's a nice big window to get signed. Yes. So that would be like a perfect one for inscriptions. Yeah. If you do, if you're into an inscription, sure. Okay. But the coolest thing that was in that box, and I was not expecting this, Steve sent Christmas bounty with Mike the Miz. How cool is that? I've been on the hunt for this team, dude. <laughs> and he put it in the box. He knew, like, he was reading my mind. I, like, I was looking for Christmas bounty with Miz. And he sent the DVD, dude. This is great. Like, Lucky you. <laughs> oh, dude. This guy just, he just knows me too well. So what color are you going to use on Cody if you get that thing signed? Oh, also, I guess another question is, if you took that to him at a signing, would he be able to sign it? Does WWE allow their talent 
I mean, not that there's many that came from AEW or have been in AEW, but would he be able to sign that piece? Honestly, here's what I do. Here'd be the game plan. Bring the Supreme figure, bring the ultimate when I eventually get the ultimate. Right. Lay down the Supreme figure. If they say no, go into the backpack and switch it out for the ultimate. There's just be a game time decision like that. Gotcha. Yeah. And figure out an inscription too, because there's so much plastic. Right. Oh, dude. It, it's a huge window, dude. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, that would be cool to have him inscribed. I don't know what, but that's like a lot of room for him to get creative with it, which yeah. I dig. I love when guys do that. Yeah. When was your last autograph, Kenny? Like, uh, did you get a figure sign? Did you get? Sure did. Uh, actually, I was in the the uh, Lehigh Valley Athletic Commission end of August uh, with a Steel Stacks event, and I got my AEW Eddie Kingston figure signed. Nice. Um, got to meet him, which was great. Got a photo. Got his uh, AEW figure signed. The Kingston figure signed in yellow Posca. It pops off of the the black. You know, it's a good contrast. How you guys, you will always say it's a contrast, but at the same time, it's still King's colors, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, that totally um, pops off of there. Great choice. Yeah. yeah it I looks like, good, dude. Yeah. And he goes, I signed it on the side. That's how they told me a high spot. So that's how they told me to do it. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just so stoked to see all these people that like, you know, I, you see in small places, like, um, you know, I've also picked up like through, you know, Kevin Steen is part of that. Like, uh, I don't have many figures mint on card, but the ones that I do is basically my PWG collection of nice. like all of the people who were in PWG <laughs> who then got an elite around like elite, like 40 ish from like the forties to the mid fifties in that like red packaging with the Sammy, on it. KO. Sammy KO Neville. So, I mean, you know, it, it was great. I was just like, Oh, this is so cool. So I was like, it was cool to have like the PWG collection, not just PWG guy, but uh, there's a bunch of rays that are coming out that haven't hit yet. So I'll be pretty much scoring a bunch of those. Um, Cause Ray's my dude and his figures are always come out pretty awesome. I'm psyched on that re-release of the greatest hits of the day of the dead coming yep. out. Yep. I, I have that figure mint on card, but I'm hope I'm hyped to uh, crack that one open once uh, the re-release comes out. I'm hyped on that whole great uh, greatest hits collection. What do you guys think about it? I, I'm hyped for it, dude. I, if collectors can get their hands on figures that they wanted in the past and maybe couldn't find on shelves, I'm all for it. Cause I know a lot of collectors are like, Oh, they're devaluing mine and get out of the me screw value. Yeah. Screw the me mentality. You know, yes. I'm happy for Joe Schmo two cities over that never found that Ray. Sorry. Yeah. I'm cut. I guess I'm kind of cutting a promo, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm happy for Joe Schmo two cities over. That's able to now have a chance to get that raid on the pegs because yes. he never found it. And granted, it's not the same packaging that the elite it came out. It came out 10 years ago, like yeah. enough already. Like it was 10 years old. Re-release it. It's it, time. It's that, yes. it's that me mentality. Well, it's devaluing my figure. Well, so, so I'll sell you, I'll sell you mine. Yeah. At what you want to pay for it. And then I'll go buy that one for 20 bucks and have the same thing. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's just what it is. Like that Bam Bam is incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, I was able yes. to find that Bam Bam loose at a toy show a couple years ago, but like I had it mint and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep it on card. And then I found it loose. And then when I saw they were going to release these, I was like, oh, cool. I can move my old one for value and then just get this new one and have that to be one to save. So Going back to your autograph, you know, what's one thing I was thinking about the other day is thinking about going to signings nowadays and just seeing paint pens galore on everybody's table. Yes. Through the six, seven years that Scott and I have been going, you've seen that gradual signings where 
it was all black Sharpie, all silver Sharpie. That's right. That's all it was. Right. Maybe the blue too. Sometimes but, gold. But then you start to see in 2018, 2019, you see a, a paint pen pop up here. You see a paint pen pop up on this person's table. And then 2019, 2020, before all the pandemic and stuff, paint pens galore. Boom. And then pandemics lifted, signing start back up, paint pens all over people's tables. Yeah. To the point where Kevin Nash has a paint pen on his table that he's telling you, you should get your shredder figure signed with. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like he's suggesting paint colors to you. How crazy is that? Exactly. Kevin Nash. I just love it, dude. I love seeing the how the paint pens have just gradually taken over. Uh, before we jump into the news, I do want to wish one of the Haddocks boys, Brooke, a happy birthday this past week, celebrated a birthday. So happy birthday to Brooke over there. Hopefully it was a good one. Nick's whoop, whoop. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy ha birthday. Nick's a great guy and he's raised those kids right. So uh, happy birthday to Brooke over there in the news. I know I put this in and I know it's kind of weird, but McDonald's, this was on Barstool Sports. They reported this selling adult happy meals that come with nostalgic toys. I started reading the comments and all I heard was, are they in a six inch scale? Do they, <laughs> do they line up with my Marvel legends? Will you stop? Can, can they play with my elites? Oh boy. They have to be in, have high articulation, just like my elites and my Marvel legends. <laughs> so Cobra commander was all up in their comments is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. He was I all, see. he was and same with Skeletor. He was all, they were all up in there. I see. Okay. <laughs> there, that's a pretty cool idea. I think it's it's going to be limited time, right? It's not going to be a permanent thing. It's just kind of a, hey, guys, do you remember this? Let's just lean into it. So what are they going to do? Put like hamburger, hamburger, burger, in a six inch scale and same with Ronald McDonald. And no, no, no. They're Happy Meal size toys, dude. Oh, what? Well, it says adult Happy Meal. So like, I think adult, like. Well, because kids aren't going to be clamoring for these. Like what kid even knows who the hamburger is? And then the the little the lady chicken. Uh, I can't remember her name. Oh, it was a uh, chicken lady. Thank you. That was it. Chicken lady. Yeah. <laughs> McDon McDonald's was so creative with their naming schemes back in the day. No, but they've got like three of the old, like crew of Ronald. Right. Ronald's not included. And then so, so it's Ronald's. So, so all the Ronald's place dudes. So, so, so you got Ronald, you got grimace, you got the burglar, the burglar There's one. And then there was like the, God, I, I hate saying lady chicken, but yeah, it's like, I mean, they haven't, they have, they've gone so far away from marketing all of that stuff. It, yes. Yes. It's like, I, I don't even remember. I grew up with it, but I don't even remember at this point. Yeah. But Jeff, that's why they said adults because who else is going to remember that cast and crew? Oh, I don't I even remember half of them, but that one of the four that they're releasing is like whoever's promoting it or whoever's sponsoring it They're They made like a, a specially made, like one of their own characters in it. So we're getting three of that old crew that Ronald used to run with in the 80s, Punch. 70s and 80s. Oh, okay. I thought it was like highly articulated figure from no, you know, no, like no, Grimace no. and Hamburger and all no, that stuff. No, I don't know if they're doing a three and under toy. If so, that would make, I think, five of the Happy Meals that you could get. But yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a nice little throwback. It's a temporary thing. This would be a great place to put all of those elite Otis with a lunchbox figures <laughs> instead of like the landfill that they ended up in. Hanging out next to the ET cartridge. Right. The ET <laughs> cartridge and all the other Seamus figs from 2010. <laughs> um, 
So uh, <laughs> that would that would be a great place to put the uh, Otis with a lunchbox and a Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving along. Let's get to wrestling. Power Town. They signed the Rock and Roll Express. It's being reported. Oh, I'm that- sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. Say that again. Power Town is has signed the Rock and Roll Express. Is being reported that Ricky and Robert, Ricky Punky and, Ro- and Hoot. Yep. <laughs> so I will be all over those when they come out. I'm hoping for sure. The, I'm hoping they're in the baby blue. Now, like I'm trying to think, like, would they do a two pack? Would they do a two singles? That's what I was going to say. It has to be a two pack, dude. What what better tag team in the Power Town line to be your first tag team set? It has to be the Rock and Roll. Now, dude, the tag titles. They have to be the NWA tag titles. They cannot be those. Remember the those blue? Yes. They can't there be those big ugly gold 1984 tag titles agree yes i hated those belts those things were disgusting give them the 86 87 world tag titles i mean rock and roll express is it's no brainer i mean the rock and roll they've never gone away like they're still you know ricky morton is still making towns brother like it's yes it's <laughs> way it is like i mean not only with his son but with his school and you know everything else going on like it's absurd that we've had to wait this long for rock and roll express figures and Absolutely. so yeah and of course you got the baby blue um, you got Has the black and white, you know, the, I'm sure they're going to nail the, the title belts. I've seen, you know, the sketches from what the power town, uh, title belts have been so far have been money. So, yes. yeah. you know, it's, it's going to be solid. And hopefully they come out in time and you can get them Ricky and Robert to sign those. So it's just awesome right there. I mean, it's, I may have to Hope buy so. two, uh, buy two, get one to sign and one to put under yeah. details. Does the uh, does the Rock and Roll Express then leapfrog Don Leo Jonathan in the production line? <laughs> Ooh, that's a great no question. Disrespect, no disrespect to Don Leo Jonathan, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna make some money here. Or what? Yeah, we gotta put these guys in. We're gonna do some business. <laughs> that uh, that Stan Hansen looks uh, pretty incredible. I want to see the actual figure on that, um, like the actual product once it's done. But the renders look pretty sick. Did you jump in on any of those? Uh, I did not, but I think the the Stan Hansen would be the one I would probably go for the most. Um, I'm still pretty psyched about, I have the, um, uh, the classic superstars Brody, but I'm excited that, you know, uh, high spots is involved with those guys. I'm excited that, you know, they're at least being steered the right way as far as how they should, you know, get things out there and names that they should put together and it all looks very good. So I wish them nothing but success, you know. Yeah, want to make sure good stuff happens to good folks. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to the figure photographers having Luger like leaping over a cage and Bruiser (laughs) Brody just being in the ring menacing, like scared the crap out of Luger. Like trying to do like uh, like doing the over the head chain swing. Get a little piece of fishing line on the end of the chain. So it looks like the chain is swinging in the air. Like as he's rolling. You just got a tip right there. I like it. There you go. Pro tip. Pro tip. But uh, like oh it. yeah, that's that's hilarious. Seeing like you know having a luger climb over a cage, that's brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Run away, <laughs> run away. It's like Monty Python of the Holy Grail. Run away. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over to Super Seven. Uh, pictures were shown with two hands doing the two sweet action. People have already said that it's another Gallows and Anderson coming from Super Seven. It is, dude. They showed pictures today. Oh, they did. I missed that. Okay, yeah, they showed the new pictures today. The nude pictures or the uh, nude? That would be new, Jeff, N-E-W. Oh, okay, okay. Whew. Yes, I'm sorry to disappoint you because I know you were going to pause the show and jump on your phone. No, new N-E-W pictures <laughs> of uh, Gallows and Anderson. All uh, right, guys, I got to run to the bathroom. 
<laughs> Quick break, folks. After this. Yeah, I mean, uh, these were in production for a while, I'm sure. And there else is, this is also, you know, they're probably going to, I'm sure, you know, uh, correct a few things that didn't happen on the first figure with, you know, Gallows, especially like they'll fix his tattoos, they'll fix the length right. of his goatee, stuff like that. Um, you know, they're toyetic, they're hilarious. Um, I met Luke Gallows a couple of months ago. Uh, hilarious, totally worth it. Absolutely, uh, you know, totally worth getting a figure, totally worth getting it signed. Dude's hilarious. Let's move over to Mattel. Uh, let's start off with the obvious. Logan Paul was seen in front of a Mattel sign that was tweeted out. It was only a matter of time. It was on Steve Ozer's Instagram story as well. All right, let's move over to some questions that came in from the message boards. This came in from WWE 453. Four, five, six. That's the same combination on my luggage. <laughs> Howdy, no. Uh, he said, Steve, I have a question regarding the Ultimate Edition Coliseum figures, Hulk and Terry. My question would be, what will the availability be like? Do we have to be fast? Will it be comparable to Ultimate Edition Sergeant Slaughter and the Hogan Zeus set? These figures were sold out within two to five minutes. Will it be like this again this time? I know you can't see the future, but you will surely know the production numbers. Can you at least give an idea how long they will last? And and Jeff, that's Hulk Hogan and Terry Funk, right? Yes. 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 Not yes. Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, because they're different people. Yes, and they have different uh, phallus sizes too, as well. One, Whoa, I don't I don't know about all that, but uh, well, it's 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 on record. One is ten, the others. Did not. Bubba's wife confirm this? I got it on file. I'm t- I'm, t- <laughs> I'm already tired of talking about Hogan's. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> uh, I gotta go to the bathroom, guys. <laughs> Quick break. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Steve said, I can't really answer this in the way you're looking for. One can't really estimate the sellout time because there's too many unpredictable factors, most prominently demand on sale day. While these items may not all be at retail levels of production, they aren't limited either. Some just have way more demand or overall event excitement behind them, causing very quick sellouts at times. I'm hoping for more of a retro experience versus SDCC, but we will see. Just be on when they're available. That's all you can do is at that, that time window, when they come up, you just, you have to be on. I mean, you can't sit and wait a day or even half a day and be like, oh yeah, I got to go get those figures. Yep. Can't chance it. There's, there's no way the popularity of these is going to match what the retros was. Two different things, right? I think people are way more into these, the Hulk, Hogan and Terry Funk, than they are the retros. Correct. I think everybody wants to get their hands on these. So it's not a matter of, oh, at some point during the day, I'm going to log in and hope that they're there. No, just you got to be on at that time, man, or know somebody who can be so that you can get your figures. I, I would almost guarantee a quick sellout on these. And I think that's what Steve was saying without saying it. Just be on when they're available. It also goes to see uh, who's more over Zeus or Terry Funk. <laughs> Man, that white shirt Hogan. I am so excited for that figure. Are you getting I'm Terry s- Funk as well? Yeah, I am. Knowing how quickly Slaughter went, knowing how quickly the No Holds Barred set went, just be on when they're available. Don't yeah. chance it. Just set your alarm for that day. Be on. Get your figures. Keep it moving. All right. The next question comes in from HB2K for Life. Hi, Steve. I realize that you are in the business of making money. Can I ask what decisions come into play to do a direct re-release? 
instead of just doing an ultimate greatest hits since the start of the ultimate line, you guys have made many improvements to the figures. Why would you go back to an old body used four years ago? Steve said this answer may be a little in the weeds, but hey, you asked. Of course, we'd love to do upgrade everything, but with resources being finite, we'd have to evaluate all factors involved as finite, 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 finite. Finite. That's a word I've never heard of before. It's like infinite, except it's infinite. Oh, drop the in and it's finite. These damn acronyms. Why are people dropping? (laughs) This whole English language thing is (laughs) true. They are. Damn words. There. (laughs) (laughs) We'd have to evaluate all factors involved as a full body articulation upgrade would no longer be classified as a re-release and would require new design and development. Basically, it would complicate things. Uh, As Here's another acronym. And is the ROI there for it? What's that, Scott? Return of investment. Oh, what? Why can't people just type "return of investment"? Yeah, they want to be dorks and use their business business terms. <laughs> I learned a buzzword today. I, R-O-I. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate. I went to. I I took a marketing class. College. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question is also regarding the Coliseum collection. It came in from Jason T. Hi, Steve. Will the Coliseum collection be limited to LJN wrestlers, or could it stretch into Hasbro wrestlers too? I'm guessing the name Coliseum gives it scope to go further into the 90s but could you confirm please thanks also do you have any idea how popular the coliseum collection is going to be everyone i speak to on the boards facebook instagram can't wait hope there's enough to go around steve says i am aware of the excitement for the line we are sticking to ljn era executions for now there's a plenty to tap into there before even entertaining the idea of expanding. I'm ready for my Outback Jack. I'm ready for my Ken Patera. I am looking forward to Ted Arcini. Ted, Ted Arcini, baby. Ted Bring it. I want oh, yeah. to count them to SD Jones. That would be mind blowing if they did SD Jones and one of them was a variant <laughs> and it was like random, like the slaughter on which one you got, like that would be such a deep dive. Yes. I, I don't even know how many of those they would produce. Cause I don't know who today would be clamoring for an SD Jones figure. I know I would be for sure, but I've got to imagine it's a short list. SD Jones would be huge. I mean, you think for so, the, really? the, the, the wrestle crap factor alone is off the charts <laughs> on an SD Jones figure. Are you kidding me? Like I loved SD Jones as a kid. Like I'd be all over an SD. I would gladly pay 40, 45, 50 bucks. Keep, for people have Jones. like, okay, you guys are like serious wrestling figure collectors or you collect serious wrestlers. There are people out there who have like, I have a PWG shelf and then under the PWG shelf is my, uh, what I would call freaks and geeks or like my (laughs) oddball shelf, which is like your boogeymans, your berserkers, your, um, all three cactus jacks, like the cactus jack, the mankind, the Terry funk, the gold dust with the word robe, like the soft goods robe that was nice. off to the side, like the Brutus beefcake with the weird, with the crazy face, oh, so you know? Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, this is the, the wrestle crap factor on an SG Jones figure on an Outback Jack figure on a Ted RC figure. Like again, Bill, we're telling you, put the series, call it wrestle crap, put them all out there. Make it <laughs> you know, I mean, another great guy to see in this series would be Don Morocco. Yes, do a cool yes. like the rock Don Morocco in like a tie-dye tank top. That would we had cool. one. Right? We had one Don Morocco from them. 
So, I mean, he's got, you'd think he would still, again, if he's available to us, we will look into it. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, that would be a great one. And, uh, you know, I'd love to see, uh, well, I know they just re-released, or, yeah, they released, uh, did they release? I don't know, Kamala? Let's let's put out another Kamala. I'd be you totally know? cool with that. That would be Absolutely. cool, you know, uh, all of that kind of stuff. Like, that would be, uh, that'd be a good one. So, you know? I have a question regarding the Ricky Steamboat. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Would they go all black or would they go with the original prototype that was uh, yes. the black trunks with the red? Yes, that's but, a deeper dive. Like you're going to really start to attract your LJN collectors at that point. I think they're already starting to attract the LJN collectors with this. Yeah, but would they pass on a Ricky and just be like, eh, we just got a Ricky and a few series ago, like they did a Legends of him. They did an Amazon fan takeover of him. It, like would people be jumping in immediately on a $40, $45 Ricky Steamboat? But you do- yes. What was the prototype? Okay, so with just the black tights, black boots, I think you're going to get more if you do the red and the black tights. They've got Agreed. to, they've got to make a, that Komodo dragon that he brought out to the ring. Mm. It's, I don't. It, it's not the right. It's not the same era. Yeah, it's it's not it's uh, not right. Because if, if they were going to do like dragon suit, flame breathing era dragon, it might work out a little better. But. uh I think he was still he was still sort of finding his way when he was in the black with the red. Yeah, yeah, because sure. the Komodo dragon was, came in when he was wrestling Jake, right? Yes, Correct. Because he and had to have the dragon. Him. He had to have the dragon to counteract Snake. Right, yep. right, right. Yeah, I don't think you put the dragon in there with him. I think just the red and the black tights is good enough. But what accessories do you put in with it? You could do his black um, his black shirt that he wore to the ring with the tie. Okay. I think that's all you'd need, dude. Honestly, like, and that really cool box art. I, I'm going to spend 45 bucks. I got it. What's up? Removable headband. Boom. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Perfect. And you know what? Do a short hair, Ricky. Like when he had the buzz cut. Yeah. 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 Yep. Do a short hair, Ricky. Give us something we haven't seen before. Oh, it'd be interesting. I would love for them to do a series of Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man. Well, and dude, what about George the Animal Steel, but with the black chest hair? Well, that's a good one. Good pick. That was in the uh, commercials. That's, right. that's sitting in my closet now. <laughs> or Piper with the uh, the panther on the shirt. Another good pick. Another they haven't done pick. Piper in a while, so he's due. Yeah. Dude, here's a kicker too, is what if they decide, like, say this thing takes off and we know it's going to. What if they decide to do a couple of tag teams? Could you imagine if they did a Heart Foundation and Strike Force? Kenny, we've said it a couple of times. You're printing money at that point. Who is not hey, going to buy Bill, that? Let's make some money, Bill. <laughs> make some money. I'm telling Killer you, they bees? could charge $100 a set and people would be lining up to pay $100 per set. Bulldogs? Yeah. Oh, oh. Jeff, you know you need bulldogs, right? Oh, on, did Jeff. you know I'd be in? I don't know. Obviously, they don't have the rights to dynamite, so I don't know if they would do the bulldogs. Yes, we've got to get the tag team sets. I think that that is like the ultimate callback because you put them in the package together. And I do not want elite style belts. I want the brown belts. If you're going to do a true nod to LJN, you throw the brown belts in there. You do not throw the, the elite tag belts. Well, they're doing the Hogan belt, the original Hogan belt. So they're yes. doing that. I'm hoping that they do it with an updated touch, a Mattel touch to it, if you know what I mean. As long as it's mostly true to what you would get, because all the belts were exactly the same. Correct. The brown with the silver face. It's got to be something along those lines. Like if you're really giving us LJN here, Dude, go all in. Go crazy. Got it. And that rounds out the news. And this week, Kenny chose, and I'm going to just leave it at this before we jump into it. It's spooky season. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> 
I think you guys have already figured it out. Let's get into it. Before we jump into this nostalgia segment, we want everybody to head on over to Wrestling Figure Database, of course. And over there, we want you guys to go up in the upper right-hand corner of that magnifying glass, and we want you guys to search three properties. We want you to search WWE Zombies. We want you to search Monsters and Mutants. And that way you can follow along as Scott reads off all these figures from the Zombies, Mutants, and Monsters series. But again, go over to Wrestling Figure Database, where they have 96% of every wrestling figure ever made over there at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. And there's a donation button on there now, too. Yes, you guys can donate to Jeff yes. uh, to help pay for cards, because now I'm looking for cards. I'm not finding any, <laughs> but I am looking. So anyways. <laughs> anyways, yes, there's a donate button over there. So we highly recommend donating to that fine website. All right. We got zombies, mutants, and monsters. Oh my, Scott. Look at these. Kenny, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even need to ask what made you choose these. <laughs> you have been such a proponent because you found our show in 2016, 17 around there. And you have been such a huge <laughs> proponent of these zombies figures. So I don't even need to ask or why uh, you even wanted to talk about these. I had to do it. I mean, it's October. It's spooky season. Uh, you know, I got a birthday coming up soon. This is my time of year. The fall, the orange, the leaves, the football, the marching band, all of it. This is, you know, KP height of powers. Um, <laughs> so uh, when these when these figures came out, I remember you guys just dogged them so bad. Yeah, we trashed them. Was, it was we would never. Oh, we did. <laughs> oh, we totally yeah, we did. did. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we crapped all over them. Oh, dogged them so bad. And it was the first time I was motivated to send in a voice memo. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, man. I was like, you're looking at it all wrong, bro. <laughs> I was like, and then I remember like sending them in because, I mean, you know, I love stuff that's a little bit different. Like I, like I mentioned earlier, like, you know, I've grown an affinity for those awful Titantrons. It's like the worse that they are, the more more that I like them like they're just the best worst figures you know it's like <laughs> here's this awful Steve Austin with this mutant face that I only use for promos because he's in a bad camo <laughs> jacket with weird you know shorts and then when he cuts the promo he goes away and then like actual wrestler in ring gear Steve Austin comes out <laughs> so it's like I have versions of all those guys where there's like a horrible promo edge there's a horrible promo Kurt Angle there's a horrible promo rock with like the $5,000 shirt but it's the shirt is rubber, but the paint is something else. So it's like you take that off. It's just anyway. So that just started my love for that. And then seeing the mashup and the artwork and the design that went into taking a regular figure, because, you know, I love Randy Orton and red trunks. Oh, now I need Randy Orton and blue trunks. Oh, they made Randy Orton and black trunks. Oh, look, they made Randy Orton and yellow trunks. It's like, okay, cool. I get it. Like it's a wrestler in trunks and boots. Like, you know, they can just rubber stamp them out there. But the work that went into, you know, taking these, it's like, what if we made wrestlers and had them actually get bit by zombies and what would they turn into? Like, like Triple H's figure has a giant torn quad. <laughs> 
on the yeah. leg you know it's true like it's a great like it's a it's it's an awesome nod to stuff like the the steve austin head is an actual smoking skull where they had to design little pieces of plastic he's in series two mm-hmm. um he where uh the smoke literally comes out of his eyes and it was like they had to attach deco that would come out of his face to make it look like his eyes were actually smoking like a skull um it's just you know it just thought it was so so cool such a cool idea and such a really good execution especially by the third set the third set was when they were really humming as far as the artistic the deco like the matt hardy is one of my favorites he's like literally sawed in half and the only thing keeping him together is this one little piece of like his spine vertebrae that like has the little vertebrae on it like and the rest of it's sort of like teeth and it's all like chewed up and looking it's just i just thought they were so cool and i was just like this is like halloween style this is a cool like art thing and it's just like so different and like think about it from a kid's perspective you know who is gonna have more strength in a wrestling match regular kevin owens or zombie kevin owens (laughs) you know like zombie kevin owens could probably wrestle like five normal wrestlers and just stack the bodies to the sky (laughs) zombie kevin owens and he can't be beat you know (laughs) he doesn't get tired he doesn't get tired so um so uh i've actually got a little uh figure photography project going on at armbar figs hashtag zombie mania Halloween, I'll post a bunch. I, I wrote out a whole card of all of the zombies, mutants, monsters, wrote and took photos of about half of them and I got halfway through it on Halloween. And I was like, oh, man, I'm never going to get through all this tonight. So the match <laughs> in the middle of it, hashtag zombie mania. You can see the card. I, I booked Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens in the main event before WrestleMania did. You're welcome. <laughs> nice. Um, but uh the match basically it's a year-long match that's happening right now as we speak in the underworld of zombie <laughs> john cena versus zombie bray wyatt but it's not just zombie bray wyatt because it's also like regular bray wyatt it's also uh you know the fiend now that over the time the uh the burnt fiend can now be introduced into this ah, so it's right. literally like every time john cena takes a swing at uh the fiend or bray wyatt he goes from a zombie to a monster and he's just like bamfing all over the place into these (laughs) other forms and john cena (laughs) just can't seem to put him away what's gonna happen you'll have to tune in zombie mania this halloween is coming i love it and that was the angle that you came from when you kind of like flipped our opinions on our on their head because you were like these things are perfect halloween decorations and my house is decorated halloween 24 7 365 it's shannon's favorite holiday like you her birthday is actually on the 8th so next week uh she's turning 40 and our house is always halloween themed and you were like dudes think of it this way like if anything these are great halloween decorations and i was like oh my god like you're totally right that totally fits so i actually do have a zombie figure you sent him to me shinsuke nakamura michael jackson shinsuke as i call him and he's actually I didn't open him, but I did leave him up on the wall. I appreciate because, it. Yeah, he is MOC up on the wall. Actually, right above my podcasting room. There you go. Yep. May, may, may Thriller Shinsuke inspire you to provide <laughs> audio for years and years. <laughs> I love it. Well, Scott, do you want to read down the first three series of zombies, and then we'll get into Monsters and Mutants? Let's do it. Starting in 2016, Mattel Zombies Series 1, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, John Cena, the Undertaker, 
Page, Roman Reigns, The Rock, and as Kenny mentioned, Triple H with the ripped up quad. And Triple H also had like a skeleton head, like his um like his logo. Yeah, his logo. There were some touches that I did appreciate. Like Kenny mentioned the torn quad, the Steve Austin smoke and skull. And Removable the uh, crown on that Triple H too. Oh, is it? Yeah, he, he has like the class, like the graphic of say the skull with the crown and the crown is removable. Got nice. it. So again, more deco, more accessories. You know, they really went all out on this line. It stinks that it wasn't more successful. They figured, I guess, with the popular culture of zombies just being a glued in part of popular culture yeah. and something that they like, you know, you can't trademark a zombie. You know, it's basically like been around the character of a zombie has been around so long that it's like fair use so right. it's not like they have to make a deal or cut a deal with somebody who owns the trademark of a zombie they can just do zombie inspired you know versions of their own intellectual property and it's weird to talk about human beings as intellectual property but you know it's what it is when you're talking about figures in the business and stuff like that so it's like well why don't we take our own characters and just zombify them and make it cool so i'm sure the the people at mattel doing the artwork on these really had a lot of fun i i can't talk about how much i love this lot so much like i get caught up about it like it's just super cool in abundance so many different ways one thing i do want to throw in is the card art was really good i mean like if you're into like comics or like zombie comics even the card art was perfect for this so i do want to give credit to the person who did the card art on him yeah and these i have three um... series Oh, go ahead, Kenny. I'm sorry. I was saying I have most of, you know, I pulled, I actually broke all these out and you know, I have them laying there, laying here so I can check them out. But um, I have most of, I have all of series two, both, all of these, I have one loose and one min on card. So okay. that way I can hang all these up one a day when I have the space to put them next to the odds and sods and the PWG wall. These have been dead and gone for quite a while now. But yeah. this could be like once Mattel is completely done with the WWE property, this may be one of those like underappreciated ones that years later would be looked back on like somebody's going to bring it back to life and be like, hey, do you guys remember this? And that's going to start driving up value. Because like you said, these were these weren't repaints like your, your typical Randy Orton, John Cena, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns. These were brand new decos. They had to go out of their way to create these. These weren't just parts they could mash together. They created this. Yeah. And, and and over time, I mean, yes, Jeff and I trashed them. We own that. You kind of <laughs> flipped our opinions on its head. And like the more I've looked at these, I've kind of changed my mind. I'm on a little bit like, yeah, they did an amazing job on these. Like these are incredible. And like you mentioned, the card art too. It's outstanding. It's all the tooling and stuff and just the idea yes. of like, you know, uh, you know, Seth had a leg injury. So Seth's like, you know, one leg is all chewed up and he's got like one boot on one boots on and the other one's like his bare foot and it's all like red and chewed up, you know, um, I, Sasha Banks one time tweeted a picture of her zombie figure and she's like walking off the plane feeling like uh. and it was the picture of her zombie figure, <laughs> which was which was super funny. The Dean Ambrose is funny. He's his fist is a it's like a, just bone and it's like uh, removable from his hand. I don't know if it shoots or not because I still have it on like uh, it's still on card. I don't have one loose. OK, but, uh, it's like a removable fist, you know, and he's all like zombied out. So funny. Uh, you mentioned that one. That one is in the bathroom at work because I'll be Dean Ambrose. Right. So Sean, <laughs> hey, Sean. <laughs> zombies in the bathroom <laughs> sean loved these 
And okay. so he thought that they were great. And he's like, I don't know why you don't like them, Jeff. And I was like, well, let me tell you, let, let's sit down. But yeah. so let's to, get into it <laughs> to, to spite me. He went out to Walmart one night, found zombie Dean Ambrose. And he's like, I'm going to bring it in and I'm going to open it in front of Jeff. And we're, he had it on his desk for a while and somehow it managed to get into the bathroom. I don't know how that happened, but anyways, so zombie- double whammy, he opened a figure in front of you. And on top of that, it was a figure you had trashed openly on your podcast. Yeah. I don't know what have been worse, like a zombie or a toy biz figure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You stop over there. I'm sorry. I'm Settle sorry. Down. I'm sorry. What you got for series two? Series two. AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar, Kevin Owens, Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins, and Stone Cold Steve Austin with the smoking eyes. And series three. We had Charlotte, Finn Balor, Kane, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, and the aforementioned thriller Shinsuke Nakamura. So that is it for the Zombies 3 series that it went in 2018, 16, 2016 through 18, I should say. Now, Kenny mutants were you all in on these these some of them were good some of them were awful um if i had to rank the three of them the zombies mutants and monsters the mutants would come in third place okay the brock let the gordo brock lesnar far and away number one uh because mm-hmm. he's wacky forearm crazy brock lesnar is that the one that's um, like red tones yes okay yes um, and then the Finn Balor, Demon Finn Balor is crazy because he's got um, a giant Gene Simmons tongue coming <laughs> out. Um, and then he's got the um, those wrists. I don't want to say streamers, but they were like, I don't know, lashes or whatever. Those like stringy gimmicks he would have coming from T- his wrists. Tassels I guess. or. Yeah. There you go. They were like longer tassels, I guess. Yeah. Um, the Silver John Cena was brutal. Which character is that from? Is that Marvel? It's the silver character in Marvel. He's big. Colossus, Colossus, I guess. Yeah, he's in Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's who that Cena figure reminds me of. Yeah, I guess that's what they were going for there. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I I mean, that was sort of them, I guess, skirting around some IP that they were trying to move around with. Um, The Stardust figure is incredible. It's glow-in-the-dark alien. Um, People didn't maybe not don't know that it actually glows in the dark. Um, if you put that next to a black light, it'll charge really fast. And then you turn it off and you can see is the head, the feet and the hands. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then every time Cody brings it up to him, he goes, uh, yeah, whatever. But, uh, first of all, number one, you've never had an action figure. And second of all, that figure paid for my vacation house. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and then sting, is that what, um, actual scorpion sting with the tail? Yes. And it had the red claws or something like that. Yep. Again, brilliant. I mean, you take the mashup of Sting of what Sting is supposed to be. And, you know, if you're going to have him be a animal version of Sting, you got to make him a scorpion full of claws and towel. Face paint's pretty good. You know, deco solid. Again, all this is original deco, original tooling, you know, a swing and a miss execution wise, but they really went for it. You can't say, like you know oh these basics are garbage like oh they don't even have that little ankle thing or twist anymore like you can't see you know you see nowadays where they cut corners on stuff this was definitely not that time like they went they went full out on uh trying to really make these different figures you know something different and something special from you know randy orton and blue trunks randy orton red trunks <laughs> john cena in a green shirt john cena in a purple shirt john cena in a blue shirt price point on these was like basics right 
Uh, it was like they were a little bit more. They were like 15. They were anywhere from like they 12 were. to 15. Okay. Okay. So, gotcha. so a couple bucks more. 10. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't, okay. but it was, was definitely not an elite. Like, okay. um, these, they're kind of souped up basics. Uh, Got it. They don't have, I'm not a huge fan of the big torso hinge, um, on elites. I know they've been, they've been happening for a hundred series of now at this point, but, um, I kind of like, uh, the basic, the regular basic torso without having that big, like cross across the middle, you know? Right. Um, so, you know, as a loose collector, I like, you know, some of the guys who have like a vest or a jacket or like something or the gear that sort of covers it up, like that legends, Bam Bam Bigelow that came out recently with the ECW TV title. Love mm-hmm. that figure. Like that figure is incredible. You know, same thing with the Vader, that Vader legends, like their gear sort of covers up some of that, but if it's like, you know, a John Morrison or like an edge or something, you know, it's just like, oh, there's that, you know, big, like a Cesaro, you know what I'm saying? Like Cesaro doesn't wear a vest or a jacket or anything. So he's like, every one of his elites has got that big, like center hinge, which I'm not super fan of. So, but, um, but yeah, but these, these, the zombies, mutants and monsters are pretty much extra deco, extra tooling, tooled up basics. All right. And moving along to the monsters of 2018, what you got, Scott? We got Braun Strowman. Chris Jericho, who I want to cycle back to real quick, Jake the Snake Roberts, Roman Reigns, Asuka, and The Undertaker. Okay, what you got for Jericho? Is that Iron Maiden Power Slave inspired? Because he was a mummy, and it was like yellow and blue tones. And Jericho's a huge Iron Maiden fan, so if they gave him a little bit of input. Okay, so Kenny has it? Yes, there you go. That's it. That might be... And it's, got, it's yellow highlights and skin is definitely like bluish, a purple, a purple bluish. That's why I was kind of tying it back to Iron Maiden. And he comes with the little list on a, what looks like a headstone, but it's like a nice. list. That's so, cool. <laughs> you know, this, um, this Undertaker figure is incredible. He's got, um, I'll hold this up so you can check it out. The, the hands are like these giant talon claws. The hat comes off, but he's got these giant uh, elfin style ears that poke through the hat. Was he a bat? Yes. Yeah. And then he's got these giant wings behind it so he can expand as if he's flying down from uh, what was that? That weird Survivor Series or that weird summer, whatever that show from the garden is where he came down. Survivor like Series 96? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So like he kind of had that flying like evil demon, you know, taker thing going on. The Jake the Snake I was a little disappointed in. The, Why is that? the snakes that look pretty good. I mean, the figure itself looks good. I just wish those snakes were removable and they're not. Oh, they're not. The version? No, they're not removable. Oh. They're like stuck on the figure. Like by so, appearances, like, it looks like you could take them off or move them around. Can't. Yeah, you can't. They're all, they're stuck in one spot. Like the jaw on the snake moves. Okay. Like there's a hinge on the snake mouth that okay. moves. But you can't remove the actual snake from the body. Oh, so, it seemed to be cool if they were like bendy, right? Like right, you could kind exactly. of move them around them. And oh, that's no, they're more like molded on plastic. But um, okay, the Roman Reigns is probably one of the best Roman Reigns figures ever made, like up to like say their elites or like the recent run of Romans that they've made. He's like he's a like, werewolf, right? Yeah, he's werewolfed out with again with those big claw talon hands, and he's got um, like dog tags. His shirt's a little bit ripped, um, but it's a really, really good Roman figure. And um, the Braun Strowman is a version of Frankenstein. 
um which is super cool too so it's like he almost looks like he's in the brown shorts or brown pants with a green top and then his skin is all green with his tattoos on top of it long beard and still with hair so it's pre-bald brawn i almost purchased jake that was the one i was i saw from the monster series and i was like oh that's pretty good just because of the snakes wrapped around him and yeah. then I saw it and I'm like, I don't need to spend the extra money. <laughs> see, yeah. Now see, and again, I have each of these monsters. I have each of them, one loose, one minimum card. The Charlotte flair in series three of the zombies is super good. Um, there's, she has a robe that's like deco. That's like, it's look like she's like a dilapidated kind of beat up robe with the, um, the peacock feathers off the back. So do you just put these up at Halloween loose or do you have these up year round in your, in your room there? Uh, I will set them up. Well, I've had them. I've had them packed up. I did uh, a couple of years ago, I guess two years ago. I had the um, I did I did them. I did a shelf in the detolf for Halloween for like spooky okay. season of just the zombies. And then as I was taking them out, I, that was when I put zombie mania together, wrote out the card planned everything as far as how it was going to go started taking a lot of pictures with the loose figs, but the minted ones I have just toted. And the loose ones, I have them broken out so I can take this all the photos from the second half of my card, which will be coming out, Zombie Mania, at Armbar Figs. Check it out. <laughs> awesome. That's so, great. So have you been tracking these value-wise? Like, have they been steadily no. going up since 2016? No, or? not at all. I have no idea, and I'm very excited to hear Jeff read uh, all of that stuff off when he does in a second. Gotcha. Um, the other cool thing about Zombie Mania was that, um, that Mania Elite series where we got to build a Danny Davis. Yeah. I can so I put like a referee so he's like the ref in the matches but because it's a build a figure you can pop him off and put anybody else's head on there. Nice. So the easter nice. egg in this zombie hashtag zombie mania card is who's ref in these matches. <laughs> uh, because cool. if, if if there's somebody with a with a with a an extra head uh, you know, you never know who's going to be called the referee. Some of the stuff at Zombie Mania. That's and great. And uh, I have the basic Kurt Angle member, um, the Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan two pack. Yeah, that Kurt Angle in a blue suit. He's my ring announcer. He's the one. He's he's ring announcing all the zombies as they come out to the ring. Very cool. <laughs> so well, we do have those eBay listings now. What I did is I kind of I didn't go series by series on these. What I did is I kind of went previous. Just trying to not spend as much time as possible on these figures. Hey, 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 I, hey, I typed up the notes. I typed up the notes. You did a great job, Jeff. You did oh, a great thanks. job. Thanks. I appreciate that. By the way, we just actually had an update. Mike the Cleaner just got the Sting gross out figure. Uh, did he say how much he paid? Because those things are up there. He got it for. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, wait wait <laughs> it, do, it doesn't say really okay i'll have to follow up with him but he got the gross out sting figure i'm gonna guess at least 125 it's, it's there's the, your under over ladies and gentlemen it's the, the large mar set. it's the large marge figure the yes <laughs> nailed it Speaking of zombies, Speaking of zombies, <laughs> yeah. So wait, what is that? That was the gross. I figure I'm, I'm gonna have to look that up on wrestling Toy Biz. database. Toy yeah. Biz, yeah. Towards the end, Toy Biz came out with this large. I keep saying large march. Came out with <laughs> these gross out figures, and the gross out figures weren't mass produced. I guess they kind of start short to run, started to fizzle out. It was the tail end of WCW. In fact, there's an unreleased Bret Hart. Yes, exactly. So a lot of people okay. are a after these, and they go for they garner a lot of money. 
so are they similar to like the maximum sweat in that like you load them up with some kind of weird ooze and they leak no they they <laughs> are a little bit bigger from the pictures that i've seen because i've never I, I think i remember seeing them at kb toys but like obviously mentioned last week not paying attention to right but right. it's definitely like an oddball body style on them yes okay yeah and like uh, completely like weird looking faces with like bugged out eyes and Okay. Just yeah, they do weird stuff, and I do think some of them emit slime. If I'm not mistaken, I thought that oh. they they did some sort of. I, I think I I don't totally remember, but yeah, yeah I mean, they're called a... gross out for a reason, right? Like, sure, yeah, you'd think they like they puke or they leak or they yeah yeah. yeah blood comes out of the eye. <laughs> well, I'm sure they were inspired by Maximum Sweat when they made these. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Who's inspired Thanks. by Maximum Sweat? Come on now. <laughs> Ooh, oh boy. Shots fired. <laughs> All right, Brock Lesnar zombie. So what I did is I pulled the last sold listings for quite a few of these down the list. But anyways, Brock Lesnar zombie last sold was September 25th for $45 on a buy it now. However, holy crap. Ooh, what is however? Oh, that was a win for the for the meat man. What do you On have? that same day, someone won another Brock Lesnar zombie for $15.50 on three bids. That's weird. Okay. The same that, day. That sounds fair. I mean, as weird as that is, that's that's eBay for you and like how the how the weird algorithm goes. It's just how somebody lists it for something, whether you said there was a buy it now for 45 mm -hmm. and then somebody else bid bid and was like 15 bucks after three bids. It, well, yeah, that was on a separate auction. They won right, it after so three bids. So, yeah, OK, that's right. so weird. Makes sense. Yeah, it's weird how that works, but makes that makes more sense unless one of the people that was bidding on the $15 50 cent got so pissed that they lost out on the auction and just went and, <laughs> they bought, just went and bought it <laughs> they just went and bought the like, buy it now it, i need it right now damn yeah, it right. i need this brock lesnar i need this zombie brock lesnar <laughs> i've never heard those words ever i need a brock lesnar <laughs> zombie figure <laughs> all right sasha banks zombie last sold ebay listing was september 24th for four dollars and 99 cents on a one bid five bucks five Ooh. bucks damn that's fair i mean i think these ended up in five below at one point so yep i, I wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised but the this is a base let's say let's establish this is a basic figure this is not an elite figure Touché. so the the line where would he, where do we leave the line let's reestablish where would where do we leave the elite line well it's not the mizdow line oh it was the jack Gall hold on i've got the stick Gallagher line yeah, the, I think Gala, it's Gala, Yeah, Jack Gallagher. Uh, it's now the Jack Gallagher line for five dollars. That's right. Okay, cool. And that's for an elite figure. That's for, elite. Elite. As we've established, zombies are tooled up basics. So Correct. Different. Different. Well, and you know, now that we've addressed this on the show, and we've had the zombie mutant monster expert Kenny on, now <laughs> we have to monitor dollar amounts and see after revisiting this line, people are going to go back and look. Who knows? We could see those values start to go up a little bit. Thanks for giving me yearly homework around Halloween, Scott. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> up zombie values next year. <laughs> He's putting it on his calendar for next year. Like, I mean, right now, if you think about it, this is not an expensive way to decorate for Halloween just by putting all these figures out, wrestling figure collectors, if you're listening. Hey, Touché. man, that's what I'm saying. I need to get like half series one still on card. I didn't realize I was missing like half of them. Yeah, I think what it was is that I think i had them and i cracked half of them so i gotta get more of them for the wall gotcha finn balor mutant last sold ebay listing was september 14th for 23 dollars on a buy it now mm. but okay that's good it's good fig oh how however however 
the previous sold one prior to that one for this Finn Balor mutant was September 8th for 99 cents on one bid. The shipping was $11.60. The mutant's not a bad figure either. It's not a bad figure. I like the Gene Simmons tongue. It, yeah, it's it's absurd. 99 cents, dude. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. a figure with an $11 ship. So maybe fair. if Finn did the whole demon thing a little more often, that would be higher in value. I don't know. Well, the one after September 14th sold for $23. Yeah, that's like the the waves on this this yeah. these series are just crazy. It's yeah. bonkers. It's yeah, bonkers. Triple H Zombie last sold eBay listing was September twenty second for eight dollars and ninety nine cents on a buy it now. It's fair. That's a solid figure value for eight dollars. Yep. And the Roman Reigns Monster last sold eBay was September twenty fifth for nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents on a buy it now. Okay. Yeah. So. The um the cane I've had a real hard time trying to find the cane from series three because I need a second one of those mint on card. Um, I remember the first time I didn't even know series three was coming out. I walked into a Kmart. Remember those kids? <laughs> I walked into a Kmart and I was just like, "Hey, let's just see what's what's happening." You know, you never know what's going to show up in those places. And I walked down the hall and I'm not, they would go down the aisle and boom, there it is, zombie series three. And it's like I didn't even know these were coming out. Yeah. It's that thrill, man, because everything yeah. is spoiled now. We know everything so that's coming good. out, but it's that old school walking down the aisle. You didn't know something was coming out, and there it is right in front of you, and you just you get to mark out. Yeah, it was super cool. I don't know. It's just awesome. like, oh, sweet. And it's like, and like I say, by series three, they were really, really had these dialed in as far as the deco and the different characters and stuff like that. So hashtag zombie mania at armbar figs. Check it out. Halloween. Yo, check it out. All right. That rounds out the nostalgia segment. We're going to play a little game here. It's called Would You Rather? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. It's... What? <laughs> I will explain it. I am Pop going... that top, Jeff. Pop that top. <laughs> So I'm going to ask Kenny, would he rather own a complete series of zombies or a complete series of monsters? I would have to go zombies. Zombies? Okay. Yeah, I'd have to go zombies. The monsters are very cool. Like I say, that Undertaker is probably my personal favorite out of all of them. Just because of the, all the extra deco and the extra cool things that went into it. But like zombies through series three is killer like the matt hardy is awesome like you said earlier he's like sawed in half the um the charlotte flair is super killer with the robe the fin actually the fin is actually pretty good too it's demon fin and the same sort of spine thing it's like he has no jaw and uh it's only like his head with like his spine i guess Mm -hmm. um they just did it they just did such a good job like jeff hardy's armbands they aren't armbands it's like they're chewed up bloody flesh as if like his arms were chewed up like a zombie you know (laughs) so it's just cool like you know i just i think they're they just went off on them and they did a really good job with it the the monsters were good like i say i would rank them second in this whole thing but zombies number one okay would you rather own a series of zombies or stomp figures Ooh, see, I have them both. Okay. I don't know. I have a full series of both. And uh, I love that Ahmed Johnson, that stomp Ahmed Johnson is hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the the Austin is pretty good. I mean, even the later series, like I have, oh, you're going to, you guys are going to love this. I'm showing the full stomp three cane in space. Nice. Oh, I haven't seen that figure in a while. 
Yeah, it's the mayor. He sits on my desk. He's the mayor with the rifle and the mask and the, <laughs> and the leggings and all that good stuff. 15 bucks. That's <laughs> cool. Mint. Mint. Nice. So I mean, they're just they're too they're too good. I know I do I have the Road Warriors too. And I keep I'm keeping those on card. There you nice. go. Um, you know, because if you know strip off all the gimmicks, the original Motu mashup. Well, I strip away all the gimmicks and I got a good set of Road Warriors. <laughs> you know? Like those the the space ones are pretty good. So but so say stomp figures, uh I'd have to go. Oh, I don't know. I love those bone crunchers too. I don't know. I, I I go uh I go with the, the Stomp series. I go stomp, the series? stomp series. Yeah. Okay. Just for nostalgia series. For nostalgia Would you rather series. have Stomp or the Bash at the Beach figures that we were talking about with Mike the Cleaner last week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if I could keep the ring, the floating ring, and then put the Stomp dudes in the ring, I think that would. <laughs> And um, uh, I know we sort of spoiled this earlier, but I want to give a special shout out to my boy, Justin Summers, uh, Wrestling Cheers. Um, I've been reading that dude's tweets since before he was Wrestling Cheers when he was the Ohio Indie Report, because uh, I got to see a little sample of absolute intense wrestling AIW back in 2013. Uh, on a show called national pro wrestling day in philadelphia and then got to like you know oh this is a really good indie like i'm gonna start following this i got downloaded their shows from smart mark video and stuff and you know justin would always go to the shows and i would be refreshing his twitter to like watch the results of the shows yeah <laughs> um so uh it's so super funny like we sort of spoiled it for him for being on the show but uh he's such a good dude he really such is dude. such a good dude so uh so uh stomp or the bash at the beach figures bash the beach oh why i started mentioning justice summers because aiw we always make the joke about how we try to want to try and get aiw to do a wrestling show on a barge on lake erie (laughs) somehow be able to like figure out how to get aiw to put do a floating wrestling show somehow would be sick <laughs> so um but i would go i would go stomp figures over bash at the beach stomp okay you go bash on the barge bash on the barge i'm telling you let's do it let's get it let's get it happening let's on book lake it. erie lake erie international waters come on man can you imagine the deathmatch ghoul stuff that can go on <laughs> on, barge on international waters printing money bro it's printing yep. money thorn we're printing money bro <laughs> okay uh stomp figures or maximum sweat figures oh stomp all day those things are hideous i love me some hideous figures but i, I got standards those maximum sweat <laughs> figures <are> bad. <laughs> okay uh stomp figures or the gross outs that we've been talking about uh, i'm not super familiar with the gross outs i'd have to take a look at those on wrestling figure database so okay. we'll stick with the, we'll stick with the stomps and last one stomp figures or the mattel he-man figures Ooh, I would take the Mattel He-Mans over those. Mattel I think, He-Man wins. I think, I think again, they were, um, they were sort of, you know, the value that you got out of those figures. A card artwork is incredible. Another under, I mean, I don't even think it was underappreciated. I think that that line was pretty much a hit. Like everyone really liked that. And it lasted, what, 10 series, I guess? uh yeah i think it was about 10 and that last series is valuable too because nobody ever found it yeah nobody ever found it i remember i paid i think i paid 50 for the andre and i haven't cracked it i want to but i'm always like and it just um, doesn't go up in value because of it being the last series and and yeah anyways 
I missed I missed out on the Undertaker Scare Glow, which is super pricey. Um, the um, the Slaughter and the Junkyard Dog and the China. I wasn't all that into the China. Got it. Well, do you think that the Superstars line came about because people started taking all the extra stuff off of the Motu figures? 100%. And they're like, oh, look, now we have Remco's. And 100%. And Mattel's and like, oh, hey, look at combined, this. Combine that with the rest of like, you know, toy cons and toy shows um, and everybody else having a fever for that five and a half inch He-Man scale. Yeah. Um, so they wanted to capitalize on both. So they, you know, again, I give Mattel credit for listening to their audience and giving them what they want. It's just not something I'm personally into. Like I say, this mankind is really cool. And uh, the design, they even they got the onk on the back there. Yeah, that's and awesome. And the mask is movable, which is cool. And the cool thing, you know, again, like all the rest of the Motus, you can pull off their head and their hands and their boots. Um, so you can all change all that kind of stuff. And, you know, this 96 Mankind is just spooky enough to fit in with the weirdos of the WWE Motus. So it. we're still early in the Superstar series, right? I think we're only, what, three in? And some people uh, yeah. are just starting to find, like, series two. So the Motu mm. crossover ran three years. Which is the like, average shelf life for these kind of like lines when they do the offset stuff. Like they have their basics, they have their elites, and then they try to figure out whatever this third line is going to be, whether it be mutants or whether it be zombies or whether it be, you know, uh, some weird crossover or retros mm. even. You know? Right, like, retros, yeah. You know, I love how they've, they've retooled the entire retro deal so that they're not going to just like stock pegs forever. Like, you know, because yes. we'd be looking at Nikolai Volkov for years. A hundred percent, yes. You know what I mean? If they yeah, he'd be the new target Tito. Yeah, if, exactly. Like they didn't fix that stuff. So, you know, it's smart for them to do that. How long do you give the Superstars line? Uh, same. About you think years. it's going to go about I mean, three years? Okay. It all depends on who's in it. You know, like, I mean, I'm personally out on it. You know, like I say, I'll pick up other guys here and there if they fit. Got cool. it. So for you, it's going to be names but, uh, in this set. Yeah. And I gotcha. mean, you know, and it's cool. And it, for people who didn't, who missed out on some of the Motus or like love these or even want to mix these in with the Remcos, like, yeah. you know, I love the Remcos, but I grew up playing with Remcos too. Like I had, I had a version of that old AWA ring that was the wooden ring. It was like the wooden base with the canvas okay. and the wooden, they were wooden pegs. So that was the version that I had and it was pretty stable, like, um, you know, structure wise. Uh, and I love playing with those Remco figs and I love that, you know, people have that sort of nostalgia for this five and a half inch, you know, He-Man style, you know, look of figs. So I'd say they last about three years. I mean, it's not like there's any, sh there's no shortage of, you know, fun characters that they can use. Right. You know, if they right. ever put out, a, if they make, you know, another name I'd love to see in this line, Bam Bam Bigelow. 100%. Well, they're doing the natural disasters, right? So they okay. already got kind of the Close. big man body to do. You know, so give us a Vader too, removable helmet. There you go. Like give us give us a removable helmet mask. Give, yeah, paint some paint some flames on that big body. Let's go. Let's do it. You know, I mean, I could see them doing a one, two, three kid down the line. I could see them doing um a whole line of DX. Yeah, and I like that they're not like pigeonholing themselves into a specific era. They're kind of doing all of it across the board, right? Like we got the NWO and we've got an Ultimate Warrior and, you know, they're kind of covering the board here. They're giving us Papa Shango. They're giving us 96 Mankind. They're kind of all over the map with it. And I like that. 
because yeah. now you're really drawing from you know every well of the WWF that you can, and that I think that's going to give this thing longevity. So I actually think it's probably going to go four or five years. I think it's going to go beyond that three year mark only because okay. they're not limited by a property that's a tie in, right? This is basically right. just, we've done them in an elite. Let's just do them in the superstars line. You and know. that makes a lot of sense in that, you know, you know, we already have the rights to these available people. So <laughs> you know, we make them as a basic, we make them as an elite, we make them as a retro, we make them as a superstar. Yeah. Whatever line you're into, whether, you know, whatever, if you're into all of them, if you're into one of them, whichever. Yep. We've got your favorite character in that line for you. Well, Kenny, we want to thank you for being on, man. Thank you for reaching out to be on the show. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for bringing the uh, boombox minute. Oh, for sure, man. The boombox minute. I'll, uh, I'll, we'll see if we'll keep that going. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Thanks for bringing that to the show. But thank you listen, for being listen on. Listen to a tribe called Quest. <laughs> but you know what's funny is when we were at Madison Square Garden for the New Japan ROH show, I was hustling to go get food and you and I are crossing like this. And next thing I know, you're walking alongside me and I'm like, Hey, you're like, you're Jeff from fully posable. I was like, yeah, you're like, we're getting a picture. I'm like, okay. I was like, you're like, I'm Kenny uh, armbar figs. I was like, Oh shit. It, like that. But the best part was is in the picture, Kenny's holding up his hand like this, like the undertaker would. And in the picture, I'm looking over at Kenny, like, what's he doing <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite pictures I yeah love... that's that's my uh that's my okada pose oh, oh so, i thought uh... i didn't know if it was a zombie pose okada pose or Booker i'm stealing your soul jeff i'm stealing your soul <laughs> this one's coming with me. You know, or... I'm, I'm a ginger i do that that's what happens spoiler what alert he doesn't have one <laughs> one last thing when you guys um did the uh thumbs up thumbs down segment about would you bring back like other toy lines from the past and you got uh -huh. into uh american gladiators it totally sparked this whole thing in my head and here's how they would do it right so super seven's gonna make them you make a box sort of like a box set right where you put one contestant one gladiator and an event in one box right so it's like the joust or the human cannonball or you know whatever the wall or whatever the event is right what scale you, reaction style like yeah, reaction three style like three and a half Got three it. and three quarter inch right Got it. But then and but then each box is uniform in style or in size at least so that if you wanted to be a mint on card american gladiators collector you would just collect these boxes which would have one gladiator one contestant one event and then when you open them up it comes with like sort of a like a carpet or like a, something you would lay down which would then velcro to the next one so that you build ah, the yes. entire so that like you yes. build the tv set right awesome Beautiful. so it's like you go from event to event to event to event and then when you finally get to the eliminator it's a separate package that's larger that comes with two gladiators two contestants and could stand on its own as its own playset, even if you didn't have any of the other smaller you know figures and events oh type of beautiful thing. and like you put them all in a box that's that's uniform so that way like you know they would all look it's just they would look uniform if you were to just put them on a shelf or put them on a wall or something like that you're speaking uh, our language over here man with yeah that. i was just when you guys when uh when you guys were going over that segment i was just i remember just being in my car and my mind was flying like a minute a minute i was like here's what we do here's how it's gonna go here's how it's gonna happen 
So, uh, you know, I was all fired up and hearing all about that. It just sparked all these memories. I loved that show back in the day. I remember Same. there was one human cannonball where like the gladiator would stand on the perch and hold like a kick pad mat. Yep. And the contestant would swing from another tower on a rope. Yeah. And one time I will never forget this one dude. Um, it was an African-American gentleman in like a green singlet and he took on the rope swing and he was going up against Malibu. Oh you know, yes, dude. Dude looked like Edge, pretty much like 1998 <laughs> Edge. Yeah. Uh, so with a kick pad, and this contestant, the guy came in sort of low with his knees, and then when he got up to the gladiator, extended with his feet. Yeah. So we basically kicked Malibu right in the upper chest, and Malibu went up. Yep. Off the perch and into like a perfect arc down onto the mat, and he oh. just totally got like you got jacked up like, <laughs> you got hit so hard and i was just like oh man that would definitely make the highlight reel of you know the intro to the show or like you know something to get somebody into the show was this guy coming through and just malibu's flying he's got like three feet of blonde hair just going everywhere <laughs> and he's like swinging out as he's like you know, no. <laughs> it was like slow like motion. Yeah, it was so funny. Well, fun, awesome. fun fact. Right after that happened, because Malibu got concussed after that. Oh, really? He was concussed. What happened was, is they had to tell the contestants to stop swinging in because all of them were swinging in with their legs out. Right. And it that just was not fair to the gladiator. I they mean, had they, no chance. Yeah. Yeah. And then Malibu got concussed. Well, so what, they had them ball up or something when they were coming in. So when they came in, they changed the rule that you had to be balled up. Ah, there was another contestant that would swing in and he was lowering his shoulder. So they had oh, to, yeah, okay. that was on, that was on season two or three, but I can't remember. But anyways, he would lower his shoulder into him and they're like, yeah, you're going to get dinged five points or something like that for, you know, you're eliminated. You don't get any points because necessary, unnecessary have, roughness on turbo. You, you've got to be, <laughs> which is funny because if you go back and you watch the gladiators during that football, uh, where they would. Uh, not run with the football, but where they, they had that thing in the center where they had to run with the ball and drop it in the yeah, center. They had the, cylinder. they had the cylinders on the outside. Yeah. And the one in the yeah it was kind of like a dodgeball type of thing. It, exactly. Score, but the gladiators would try to stop them from putting the ball. Yes. The but yeah. in season two or three, they had to change it to where they stopped slamming them. Like literally picking them up old school football style, German suplexing them or anything like that, because there was contestants that were getting hurt. Their shoulders were getting hurt. Sure. Uh, ankles, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Cause they were just getting thrown around. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So they had to change that too. Uh, I went into a, during, during COVID when I had COVID, I did a deep dive into American gladiators. So I started learning all this stuff about it. The most brutal part is when they'd fire the tennis balls at him, like 175 miles an hour. Loved it. Oh, the they didn't stand a chance, dude. The assault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I was on the Wikipedia page today and I, I saw the word atmosphere. And immediately was like, whoa, that's right. <laughs> those, those giant steel balls that they would get yep. them in. And then they'd have to run around. Like it would be like, you know, you would put like a gerbil in one of those balls. And, you'd like run around the house. and then and you have the gladiators banging the ball. Right, trying and to trying... them together. And then yep. they had to try and get into the pods. And then the pod would the shoot up smoke. Shoot. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. 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 I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. And then you put the gladiator with the contestant and then the two pieces of the atmosphere so you can yes. see it. And then you crack it out from the side of the box and you clip them together and then they roll around. <laughs> yes. I was like, I was like, yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Let's make money, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody's got to pick that up. It just makes way too much sense to bring that. Like, That's a ready-made show and toy property, like ready to go. 
especially with the the Tubi channel or the yes. Pluto TV channel where it's yep. literally on a 24/7 7 yep like, it's waiting to be tapped into well, Kenny, sure. thank you again so much for being on. And thanks for pulling me thank aside at the garden, man. I know you bought your ticket to see me, not sure. Okada, Jay White. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. had nothing to do with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so thank you again, man. Also, I want to get to our podcasting buddies really, really quick. We got Breaker and Bane's Power. I'm going to sound like Kenny at the beginning of the show. Breaker and Bane's Power <laughs> Hour. Check out the TV Toy Cast with Travis Fowler. And by the way, the contestant did claim... Uh, Ethan did claim his uh, Zeus and Hogan. So big win. Congrats, the, dude. The information has been sent over to Travis and we're just waiting for Travis to receive the, the box. So should be next week. Yep, absolutely. And also check out Breaker's side project. You know, it's fake, right? Steve over and Eric over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. They do a fun retro show. Steve, thank you for sending over that Cody Rhodes. Awesome figure. And even more so, thank you for sending Christmas bounty Christmas or Christmas bounty with the Miz. <laughs> I've been on the Christmas bounty, Christmas bounty. Sounds like a fabric softener. Anyways, <laughs> paper towels. <laughs> it smells like, uh, what does it smell like? It smells like roasted chestnuts and uh, pine trees. And also check out the chick Foley show with Sashina Marco. Justin, we mentioned him earlier over at wrestling cheers, RJ over at ringside rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing boots to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life. We got, Soda and Ethan doing in the marbles pod and Scott, what you got for drunk wrestling history? Yes. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. The show that dropped this past Friday was about a gentleman. We just spoke about Shockmaster. We go over a little bit of Fred Ottman's career, but of course, Uncle Fred Shockmaster, <laughs> Uncle Fred. I think that's Uncle Fred. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about the Shockmaster. We go over all of his career highlights and lowlights. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is he not a Hall of Famer? We talk about all of it because we are drunk wrestling history. Where we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Yeah, he's a Hall drunk. of Famer. 100% Hall of Famer. Hall of Hall of Famer. Famer. Drunk Famer. wrestling history going to shock the world this week. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Absolutely, dude. He's he is a-, a Hall of Famer. If anything, just for that moment, like, he took that moment and it could have been just, we, we should have never seen him again. And he made it an iconic moment in wrestling history. Everybody knows it. Everybody laughs at it. And everybody now loves him for it. He's got action figures. He's doing autograph signings with the gimmick. Kudos to him. Oh, yeah. And he's a WWF tag team champion, too. So there you go. And Luger should have been in the Hall of Fame, too. I disagree with you guys. Well, I thought we said Luger should be in the Hall of Fame. No, I thought you guys said you he wasn't. No, I, I totally said he's a Hall of Famer, dude. 100% he's a Hall of Famer. If Coco's in... Well, see, so Eddie wants me to stop using that argument. We don't want to set a low bar anymore. That like, is the so, low bar. What? No, I get it. it. It is always going to be there, but like, let's 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 remove that, right? And like, let's I mean, let's make a new bar. I mean, sure, wins and losses. You know, Coco Beware didn't win any world titles or anything like that. But like, iconic character. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. tremendous talent on the mic amazing drop kick i mean you go yes. see video of that dude's flying drop kick whether he hit it standing on the mat or whether he hit it off the turnbuckle huge of yep. uh, incredible singing voice totally yeah i mean no one can deny that that's correct right. that's right so I, I so those those are the reasons and not to mention you know the one you know the most important reason being a tail trail blazer in that yes. era as a man of color 
Yeah. So that's most 100%. important above everything else. So Absolutely. those are the reasons why Coco Beware should be in the Hall of Fame. And I agree with you that we should stop putting uh, putting dirt on Coco's Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> we should yeah. put some respect on that man's name. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. The second time they got promoted on this show because we love them. So Yes, we do. Great Big people. Ups. Absolutely. Scott, what you got for a roll call? Yes, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. If you need artwork of any type, Jason is your dude. Hit him up, Art of Jason Wolf, on his social media accounts. He's got a custom chop shop with custom Hasbros. And, of course, the man is an artiste. If you need any type of artwork, hit Jason up. You will not, will not be disappointed. Jeff and I are always happy with what we get out of Jason. Great dude. Give him a follow. Look him up, the Art of Jason Wolf. And, Jeff, yes. of course, mm-hmm. OutsidersBeardCo.com. Fantastic oils and waxes. There yes. was a lot of bomb. people. That, uh, bombs. Bomb. Say bombs. it with me. Bomb. B-A-L-M. Beard bomb. Bombs. There was a lot bombs. of people at Iron Maiden that should be using that. Hell yeah. You know why? Because you don't want their beard hairs smelling like your butt hairs. Oh, Outsidersbeardco.com. Just became the new host of the show. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> he does. So he got co-hosting me. gig earlier. Now he got the hosting gig. You got promoted. <laughs> you got promoted all within one episode twice. <laughs> hey man, that's what happens. We deliver the goods. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott, does that round out roll call? That rounds out roll call. Kenny, thank you again, man. We appreciate you being on Summer Sand, dude. Love, dude. We appreciate you. We had a lot of pleasure. fun, man. Thank pleasure. You. Pleasure was all yours. <laughs> uh, Scott, you hitting this Pantera reunion or what? Dude, I don't know yet. I, That's what I, mean, I prob- said, dude, I don't know Probably. Yet. It, it's going to be, as uh, Travis Fowler would say, a game-time decision. That's what I say that all the time. I say game-time decision. Dudes will text I, I me about it. this show. You go to this show, you're doing this thing, you're doing that. I'm like, game-time decision, brother. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be easy to talk me into it, I think. I mean, look, I've got the Cowboys from Hell tattoo. It's like My personal, my personal favorite metal band on stage playing the songs, hearing the songs I want to hear going to be tough to talk me out of it when it comes down to when it comes down to the game time decision when it comes down to nut cutting time daddy <laughs> yeah because at the end of the day it is still phil singing you know and right. in my opinion a band changes when you pull the lead singer well the lead singer is going to be doing the tour and that's going to give a, it that I'm, a, I'm a big john bush guy oh okay i got I- to see I got to see them up close uh, when Frankie Bello had like 110 or 101 fever and still like rocked the place like incredibly. It was back nice. In the, back in the nice. No, I love oh. John Bush. In fact, I'm going to see John open for Wasp in December with Armored Saint. Sick. Nice. Yeah. So I can't wait. I'm super excited. So nice. I've never seen John Bush live. I've seen Belladonna live twice. I'm um, sorry. But like, okay, Motley Crue, for example, when Motley Crue got a different lead singer, I think it was Karabi. It changed the sound. Sure. Right. And so if it was a different singer, I'd probably be more on the side of no, I'm not going. But the fact that it's Phil and Selmo. Phil and I think Rex. I'm, Phil yeah. Rex playing the songs. Zach. Zach's got the grip. Zach's got that grip. He's got the grip and the tone. Yep. Yes. So he's going to be good. And Charlie's no slouch on drums either. He oh, 100%. Be, oh, yeah. No. And, and I'm already he a huge match all that 100%. So, yeah. So I, I'm leaning more on the side of yes, especially when I get that text like, Hey, dude, are we going to the show? It's going to be like, yeah, we're going to the show. Yeah. I hear you. So I think I'm in. Cool. cool talk cool. me into it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, Kenny's a John Bush fan. Thank you, Kenny. 
Thank you. You got to call him the ways I see him. John Bush, <laughs> the dude and Hasbro's are getting lit on fire forever. <laughs> you know what? Kenny, <laughs> Kenny is just an honorary tune now. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, is. he knows how to speak our language. That's I, I like this guy. This guy's good. He's good. He's good people. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, it, was, it was super awesome to be able to chop it up with you both this evening. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Dude. I had a blast. For sure. Scott, for episode 349 anything else stay safe stay healthy big license 2016 and happy toy hunting and i want to thank everybody for listening to episode 349 with the great kp kenny powers eagles baby (laughs) eagles hashtag big life adios Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M.O.C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week With the OGs of WFP Fully posable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings